0: Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to season two, episode 27 of the Search Cast, presented by Primal X Hockey and Five in a Game Sports Network. I'm your host, Zach Martin.
1: I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm
2: Cat Hunter.
0: And today he's back. Our, <laughs> se- our season one finale guest is coming back for a second turnaround on the Search Cast. Bringing it back one more time, we got Andrew Rinaldi of Field Pass Hockey, who covers your Chicago Wolves. Andrew, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, you
3: know. I know it's a bit of a different vibe in Chicago these days, but I'm just, you know, just uh, rays of sunshine here all day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a a little bit of a different vibe than from the last time we had, John, because we had you for the season one finale. The, The Wolves just won the Calder, so it was a good time. It was a good time, you know. My favorite guest of the show is on here. I know Bailey. Her her guest was I'm here sorry. last week. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, hey, you know what? The, at least my favorite guest is you know humble enough not to get salty about <laughs> oh the fact that gosh, he's Colin's not the Comments again. okay <laughs> hey, Colin brought this on himself. I mean, there's just oh. it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so um, if anyone doesn't. You know, no Andrew. Uh, me and him actually worked together over at Field Pass. Actually, Bailey is also now part of the Field Pass family, so we got three Stealing Field Pass hockey thunder. members.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I mean, Andrew, I know we talked about right before we started recording the uh, and like you just said, now the vibes are a little bit different in Chicago. I mean, Paul Doralski's not there, got a couple got, got two or three guys up with the Hurricanes right now, like just seeing where the team is now compared to how it was last year, like. In your opinion, like what's different about the Wolves outside of just, you know, a lot of names, not with the team from last year?
3: Yeah, I mean, veteran leadership is probably the, the one big thing that's, you know, you can really compare and, con- and contrast. Because, right, Poderowski went and chased a one-way deal. Levo went and got his one uh, one-way deal. Um, Mason's been brought up to Carolina. Chatfield's been brought up to Carolina. Um, lion went over to the system in Florida. You're a little familiar with that, Zach. Yep.
0: A, a little bit. I, <laughs> I, I, I thought, I thought, I thought about Alex Lyon a little bit. That's so, so um,
3: so, you know, you have these real big veteran guys that bring a lot of NHL game experience that aren't in the lineup anymore. And then you have, you know, another big piece like David Gus, who goes to a rival over there in Rockford. And what's he doing? He's just top five in the league in points. So,
0: it, it, it happens to be like that. It's just yeah. Well, that's of course just, it that's, does. <laughs> that's, the,
3: that's the that's the price for success in this league. Is that when you know other NHL franchises looking like, hey, we want a piece of that, a piece of that action. And next thing you know, everyone just coming over. San Jose takes Ryan Worsoski off their hands, and
0: I oh, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, think That was, was that was huge.
3: That you see Eric Carlson over there with a career year once you get Worsie behind the bench and getting him fired up. So.
0: Yeah, that got yeah, a lot of coincidence there. Plus, you know, everyone thought Piotr was going to be in Chicago for a while, and it's like, no, he's been with the Canes for a, a hot minute, just, yeah, just, just I, doing, doing his I'm thing. Kind of
3: salty about that. I wanted a little more of my. We took
2: jury for we've taken jury from you guys a little bit.
0: Yeah, he's back.
3: Thank you. I mean, we
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's been yo yoing <laughs> a little bit. Giving, giving <laughs> <laughs> well, here, well, here's, it like, Andrew, did you even think, like, Maxime LeJoie would be the captain of the Wolves this year? It's like, that's not a guy you would think, like, okay, here's your next captain of the team. It's like, you thought it would be someone else, but, like, what do you see, like, in LeJoie's like, leadership style or just how he is as a player right now, being the new captain mm-hmm. of the Chicago Wolves?
3: Yeah, I talked to him right after he uh, he got the C on his chest. And, you know, the way I – we. Mean, we had our chat. He 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 said he wasn't the most vocal guy in the locker room, but they do have a, a very young lineup. A lot of guys kind of coming over and making their um, professional debuts, and and he's kind. I mean, he's got the uh, other well, other than Jason Garrison, who's still around there. He's been injured all year, but other than him, he's probably got the most experience on that blue line on that roster, and he's really taken that that uh, leadership role and he's really run with it. I mean, there's anything I can say about Lejoie and his game is that, I mean, he's just, he's dependable. You know what you're going to get from him night in and night out. He's he's kind of exactly what you want in, in a, a pro hockey player at this level. And he's got, I mean, that's just a wealth of of knowledge and experience to hand on to some of these young guys. Like, I think it's great that they have Anthony Honka on his pairing. Cause like, who, who better can you, could you learn from than a guy like I mean
0: Oh, for, I mean, for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> like penalty kill specialist. I mean, just defensive anchor, you know, he's, he's going to hang in there and he's going to give the goalie all the help that he can possibly give him. And it's, um, it was certainly, it was a, a learning curve for him. <laughs> But I think I, you know, I think he's 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 the guy. I think he's got the right temperament for it. I think he's, you know, his, his game on the ice speaks for itself, and he's got a lot to share and a lot of wisdom to impart in these young kids.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it definitely makes it a very interesting new dynamic to the team, and a lot of like you said, a lot of changes and stuff like that. So I mean, I know you can't. Go, it's hard for you to travel out that way, but when you do, it's like it's like. Is there a sense of like a different vibe to the arena or to the fans just like watching the teams here because i know right now i think last we checked it's chicago's right now in six in the central division 11 15 three and one 26 points they're only about four back of the wild and i want to say about nine back of manitoba like mm-hmm. what's like the total vibe right now going into chicago even with just with the fan base and like just looking at the standings yeah of the team? um i mean the you know, the fans have been awesome
3: really since day one that I've been on this beat. Um and you know, they're gonna they're gonna show out at all state and they're gonna cheer. And I mean, it's that's just kind of what happens when you have a franchise like the Wolves that are are just they're known for competing for championships on such a consistent basis. Right. Um, obviously this year's this year's a little different. This year's a bit of a transition year. But you know, the first couple months with this team was just a lot of a lot of learning, a lot of um, you know, like I said, a lot of these young players are kind of coming in, getting their feet wet and just kind of learning the uh, the style of game over here. Right. Anthony Honka is a perfect example of that guy has a lot of talent, but it's it's an adjustment period to move across the ocean to, you know, go from this open style European ice to a little more closed in North American style.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: And then you have a, a brand new bench boss who's also getting his feet wet up in this levels, and it's it, it's a lot of just a lot of a lot of adjustments, a lot of learning. I mean, you're gonna make mistakes when you're learning, and they you know they made a lot of mistakes, but
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: of of their of their last nine games, they're five two and two. You know, they're. Well, I mean,
0: you, you can't go wrong with that. You know, slow start, you kind you kind of pick it up a little bit. I mean, you. Mm-hmm. You, you'll, you'll, t- you'll take your last 10. I mean, you're luckily it's, I guess it's so far into the season enough to where it's not, you're so far out of it that you can still kind of make it up with some good hockey. You know, if you, if you get a hot run, cause I know yeah. we talked about it when I was on the Holy grail, was it last month? Like teams can get hot at the right time and mm-hmm. you can kind of get yourself out of a hole. You dug yourselves in too. For sure.
3: And I, I think one of the big things for them is just to get healthy uh, you got Kevin Fitzgerald who we'll find out in about two hours if he passes through waivers and he has been, he'll be able to rejoin the team. He's finally been practicing. He's healthy and he would be a huge, a huge get for this blue line. Um, Ryan Suzuki's finally back in, in full time yeah. and he's making contributions immediately. You're getting Jack Drury back, you know, yeah. and, and I think, I think, Sachenko, at once he kind of got over some of those, you know, I don't think he was expecting to be the guy, but then when Kochekov goes off. Yeah, you know,
0: right.
1: Last resort kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
3: And he's, he's kind of finally starting to settle into that crease, and he's taking over, and he's been playing really well as of late. Yeah. Uh, so. What do you,
1: that, and I'm almost kind of curious to hear your answer on this, too. So. Situation comes where we finally get Freddie Anderson back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of back from injury, and Piotr Kochetkov is off of his emergency stint with us. What do you think that crease situation looks like once Piotr returns?
3: Um, I mean, it all—you know—it all depends on on how Freddie's feeling. And if, I mean, if he if he comes back and he's up to you know up to game form and and he performs, then. I think the best thing for Carolina is you know what you have in Nanti Ronta, you know. Um and I mean you you know also what you have in Kocheco, but there's only enough space for, for two guys to get some consistent playing time. So I think the best thing to do would be to bring Piotr back down to Chicago. Right. And to just get him as much playing time as possible. If he's down right. here, he's the guy. I mean, no disrespect to what Zachary Sauchenko's been doing as of late, but you'd start pro off as much as you possibly can right as realistically yeah.
0: possible well, yeah. and- i would also say I would, I would also say too like you could probably possibly see a conditioning stint for uh Freddie anderson in chicago too possibly because he's been out for so long and if the canes you know want to give him a little bit more time to get back in the game shape why not a conditioning we've seen other guys take stints down here for conditioning mm-hmm. Who yeah. says that Carolina's like, hey Freddie, go to Chicago for a little bit, get a couple games under your feet, and we'll bring you back, and then we'll just send back to Chekhov. Do you possibly see that as a possible avenue for the Hurricanes to take with the? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think when you're
3: on an absence for that long, you know, it's and you have a opportunity to get a guy down and just get back in the rhythm. You know, I, I don't want to say they don't care about the result down there, but. Kind of, yeah. you know, it's it's just yeah. more about getting into, um, you know, getting in the game shape. I mean, oh, I over on the Griffins, I have, yes, I've seen two different guys who are up, normally up with the Red Wings, but right now they're down with the Griffins, kind of just working on their game. And then once yeah. they're ready, once they feel good, once you're, you know, like you're back up to what you expect out of yourself, then you're, you know, you're ready. It, it, it's so hard at this level to try and get back on the bike.
0: Yeah, game
3: yeah. speed that no, they yeah. play at the National League. So, yeah. you know, you can kick it back down to the American League, and it's a little more forgiving if you know you make a mistake here or there while you're, you know, just getting back to getting back to you. You know, yeah,
0: right, yeah. Because I mean, the Hurricanes just got Max Pacioretty back, so his first game is in. He, like, he's on the fourth line. Everyone's like, he's not a fourth line guy. Well, he's also has. it's his first game all season. So it's kind of like I see, I feel like that's the same way I think with the Hurricanes. You could be like, okay, well, he, we do have an emergency in one goalie. What if we condition? If we put a conditioning set on Freddy, at least it gives us a couple extra days to get, you know, figure out this, how the situation is going to be to swap goalies at some point. So I,
2: I also think like everyone, they're like, oh no, you can't, you can't send Piotr back down. Like, there's no way he's our future. He's playing so well. But honestly, so now we've seen his past two games. So he sat for a while because Ronto was the hot goalie, and I mean the kid, you can still see the kid still young because he came back and like he's still good he's still Piotr but you could tell he was a little rusty so if we get Freddie back I think it would be a lot more helpful for Piotr to be seeing pucks and getting that like it's probably going to be a different type of atmosphere that he's used to now but he uh I mean I think it's still it's better than just you know practice like it's like a step above and it's getting him used to being in that like game mode and like it's it's very easy for us to like kind of go back and forth with them which I think um, everyone around the league is a little jealous because they've all had their gully situations. And here we are sitting with too many. Like that's an interesting yeah. problem to have, but also like you have too many, but you also have a spot to put them where they can keep playing and can keep getting better and get those reps mm-hmm. in. And I'm sure the wolves would
0: love that.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of, So one of my favorite quotes I've gotten from this season was from uh, Magnus Hellberg when he was down in Grand Rapids on his conditioning stint. And it basically, I'm paraphrasing it, but he said, it doesn't matter where I'm at, the puck looks the same. So, yeah, I'm,
0: I mean, I mean, he's not, wrong. Exactly. <laughs> he's not wrong. So I mean,
3: it, you know, I know like it, it, seems like you have three goalies. Like it's, 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 a, it's a problem in a way. Cause it's like, what do you, you know, what do you really do? But when you have the flexibility to send a guy like Piotr down to get him as much action as he possibly can. So that way, you know, uh, you uh, it's just it, it, the reality of it is you have two guys in Carolina who who have a, a history of of not being able to stay healthy. So if you instead of just letting him sit up here and wait for his opportunity, he you bring him down to Chicago. You let him play as much as you can. Keep him in his game. Keep him in his rhythm. I mean, we you've seen from last night when he's out for it's the holy thing. If You're not consistently playing. It's you know. hard to keep your focus. I mean, goaltending goal is such a between-the-ears position that you just you got to keep getting them as much game time as possible. And he's going to get that down in Chicago, which yeah,
0: pretty, I, yeah.
3: I'm also I mean, just trying to manifest this for myself.
2: But... <laughs> 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 well, also, we need to take advantage of it while we, like, because when we're going to have to later decide with Ranta and Freddie and, like, obviously, we have Peter. Like, it's really nice to have three and have this, like, a decision, but not really a decision. And then later we're going to have a bigger decision to make. So I'm not, it's not like a terrible problem to have right now. Right. Um, later, the decisions are what's going to be
0: the scarier. One
3: thing, if you saw like Ronta really struggling or Freddy's, he can't, you know, end up making it back in there. But if you have a, a three goalie problem, is not a bad problem to have mm-hmm. if they're all playing at the level that you can expect. it.
2: With the way the season has gone, yeah, I feel like goalies are getting hurt left and
3: right. Yeah.
2: So
0: yeah, yeah, like even then, too. like if you look at the stats, save percentage wise, goals against, like there's only like a handful of goalies, and then there's a then then it's just like a drop off, like we saw shisterkin has not been himself this year at all that's why you see the who Rangers called Sh-
1: that one zach
0: <laughs> everyone thought i was crazy and when i mentioned it in our season preview that he's going to come back to earth and look at that <laughs> hey this isn't just a hat rack my friend. hey
2: i thought people i thought people were crazy when they said he had dethroned vassy and i
0: still don't think he has and until vassy blinks no one has no, for sure. But the, <laughs> that, the, the good thing with Piotr and the how the contract, I mean, his contract doesn't really kick in until next season, so he's still technically on his two-way, which is mm-hmm. kind of nice to have. And then what Andrew said all depends on how the goalies are going to be. We can see, you know, Piotr back up at some point, but I think if you get him in Chicago right now, that's a nice addition to a team that's like, okay, you know, get, some guy, get a guy behind the net in between the pipes, and it kind of works out like that. So it's just, it's a situation that, is, is not bad at all for the Hurricanes, like Kat said. It's going to have a little extra goalies. So, we want to get into fan questions because I know we got about like 20 ish minutes left with you, Andrew. And I you got to get going soon. I want to knock some of these out with you. Sure. So, uh, we kind of talked about the Chicago Wolf season so far, but I, I figured this is a great one to start off with. Uh, this is from a, a buddy of ours, uh, Joel James, JJ from uh, Mile High Pundit, part of the network as well at five of the game. Uh, can the Wolves repeat this year? How has Piotr's absence affected the team morale? Um, first off, uh, probably <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's, not, there's there's a lot of good teams right now, especially in the the Atlantic yeah. is pretty stacked. The Pacific I was gonna say, is pretty tough. When you're tough. sitting
1: sixth in the Central, that's not an entire. I mean, it's possible to bounce back from that, but that, that it's with not
3: with, a great with, look. There's there's with a lot to the Calder Cup. There are a couple pieces behind. I. um <laughs>
0: Yeah, like like yeah, look I, at Milwaukee looking at the Pacific Division, but, look at the stacked Atlantic. So uh, did it's other gonna teams. Be rough. <laughs> did
2: other teams like lose as many, like did they lose as many players and like kinda go through all the restructure that the Wolves did though? Like I I feel like the Wolves were so good that you know, you lose the key pieces and the other teams are just like we're holding on to move on get the cup so obviously they're not going to be going through the same growing pains as i mean you can kind of kind of compare it to the abs a little bit where like they're coming off this big win but they're the other teams that are holding on and kind of keeping their same core and they're just pushing ahead and the abs are they've lost some key pieces not saying that's what made them win the cup, but now they're like working to regain what they had. Well, they're and also feel- well, they also
0: they all have uh, injured guys too in Colorado. Yeah, that, so. that's, <laughs> that's why that's why they're the Colorado like evil, Eagle Eagle Lanch because of the fact that a lot of the Eagles the Eagle. are with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's kind of like,
2: hey, we uh, were we we were the Hurry Wolves a little bit the last couple of seasons, so
0: also very true but to kind but, of attack
1: <laughs> onto that i feel like player teams that win the calder oftentimes see that bit of a tornado with their team though too mm-hmm. so i i feel like that's really common to lose prospects after the cup
2: like it's it's a compliment but also sucks at the same time like you're like these guys are good they deserve you know but then you're saying like no our team <laughs> I
3: think, uh, there was um a lot of point that's that's missed is kind of just how good Carolina was, and mm-hmm. how it kind of forced a lot of um, a lot of players out of the system because it's like, where are you really gonna get your shot at in the lineup? So, two guys especially, um, Joey Keane. Who was one of the I Love like, Joey Keane? Yeah. Losing
0: um, lo- losing him was definitely rough.
3: Wow. Yeah. You got the you got your power play quarterback and I mean such a smooth skater, guy who can get the puck out almost effortlessly out of his zone. Now he's over um now he's over dancing with the bears over in Russia. Um, and then Jesper Selgren was another guy who I thought was really underrated for the Wolves. And again, it's just—I mean, where on that blue line in Carolina are you going to look for an opportunity? I mean, Chatfield was able to to kind of go up and, and claim that one spot that was possibly available to him, and that was it. And so, yeah. and so you saw Jesper. Now he's he's heading. He's back home in Sweden, and he's probably gonna gonna finish out his career over in Europe.
2: And if you had asked a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people would have expected Drury to like kind of break into the roster, kind of similar to Seth. Um, And but this is like, again, like we couldn't find we can't really find a spot for him either, which is, again, another problem, not problem. So, I mean, I understand it for the guys, like the fact you it's great when you can come up, but when you can't find a spot on a team, I mean, you got to go find your opportunity. Unfortunately
0: yeah, for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah Wait, <laughs> When you, if you get Patch Ready back, that's going to be kind of tough too. Nason Nason got injured. That's how he got in the lineup. But then you got him coming back. You got Step on. Got Martin Huck and stuff like Potulowski. We talked about him for a second. Now he's at Coachella Valley with the Fire. I was going to say
1: I got to see yeah. him play and score a goal against the Eagles the other night, and I okay, I, yeah. I sat there thinking, I miss yeah. the
0: kid. I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, well, I mean, we do have some good additions. Though, if you look at the fact that you you do have, you know, um, Vasily Panamarev. He's, you know, he's supposed to be really highly talented. He looked really good in the in the uh, prospect showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Max Lejoy a little bit. I mean, Nathan Susi, uh, Tuka Tia, uh Teksakov? Is that how pronounces T- last T- Yeah, yeah, that last name is rough. But even Alexander Passion, <laughs> we
2: let Zach do all the pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> Brings hey. it into fun for us, and then we hey. just make faces hey. like we're not sure that's right, but we'll
0: let. It <laughs> hey, 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 nine times out of ten, I'm pretty good. But also, we got um, Alexander Passion, and there was another guy I was about ready to say, and I got just thrown off for about half a second. Yeah, that was, and that was him, Alexander Passion. So I mean, he looked pretty good in the uh prospect showcase too. So I mean. We did lose a lot of good guys, but also it seemed like we also picked up a lot of good uh, prospects in North America too, mm-hmm. coming over from Europe into North America. As you say, even with Piotr, like Piotr really hasn't even been in North America for a year yet.
3: Yeah, and it's he's been wild. playing
0: really well. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but like, what do you think of all these prospects too that that the Hurricanes kind of like picked up through the showcase and coming into Europe, playing their first years in North America?
3: Yeah, I talked about uh, Anthony Honka a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Tuka Tiaxala is a guy who's getting kind of stronger as the year goes on. I love his vision, I love his playmaking. And Alexander Passion, despite having one of the worst tape jobs I've ever seen. Uh,
0: it's it's pretty he, bad. Like I, I've seen feels, photos. Yeah. Bud, bud.
3: <laughs> um, Go back he's, to out playing, <laughs> he's out here playing roller hockey while the rest of us are playing ice hockey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty he's, much he's, yeah he's a, very, he's a very interesting um very interesting prospect and again at the same like to come over and you know play your your first professional north american games there's a mm. you know big adjustment period and everything Absolutely. so if he's if he's not piling up the points you can't be like oh this guy's gonna be a bust you know you compare it to, you know, a guy like Potts who's, you know, played how many seasons? I don't even know. Oh, my gosh. That that, that
0: that I feel like that dude's so used to North American hockey. I think it's like his first language now. Is yeah. just, <laughs> it's just like, – it's like, is this dude really from anywhere else and, other than North America? Because he's been yeah, here forever.
3: Yeah, and Mason, and there are just so many – you know, there was the, those guys each had over 200 games NHL experience, and you replace that with a guy like – alexander passion i'm not gonna you know like knock the talent level but just from an experience standpoint
0: yeah you, that's tough that's that's a mm-hmm. tough ask mm-hmm. to go to go into north america replace an entire team who just basically rolled the entire league last year mm-hmm. like okay here go repeat that's not that's, right. not, that's, not, that's not, how yeah. it's not how it works you can't just <laughs> roll over a, the whole league again after you've lost all your big names to a bunch of right other teams. and i t- uh, to watch
1: I'm, them try though yeah
0: no <laughs> a, yeah i mean yeah right <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, ask Andrew how you're supposed to write an article when it's like eight, seven in one game. And it's like, oh, that well, when both that of us were
3: involved in that and that slot, press,
0: I, it was yeah, that was like, tough. Like, <laughs> I, because it was funny. It's like in our because you know, all of us HL writers are talking, and it's like he's in the middle of like trying to, like, how do I describe how do I talk about this game when it's eight, seven is both of his teams in the same article it's like do i make a positive do i make a negative how do i make this work i, I, I don't just, envy you i don't envy you sir, at that at all cuz yeah. like how do you write no, my that? reaction was just
3: what was that like
1: that? <laughs> that's just the article three words done <laughs>
0: right? it, it's basically like it's suck versus suck but it's like 15 goals in the process with an overtime winner and a massive blown lead on top of that so it's like Defense how do I...
1: forgot how to defense.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like like what are you supposed to do at that point? But uh, JJ, thank you for your question. Another one we have is from a very regular question asker, Andrew. I think you know him pretty well. It's a uh, Eric underscore K eight from Twitter. That he's oh, yeah. an absolute. He's an absolute beauty. Um, he he goes awesome. Going to be a good episode. I mean, of course, Andrew's here. Um, <laughs> for a question, I'd ask who among the new prospects has impressed you the most with adapting the AHL system? I've fun. Guys, yeah. Half answering this question.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just picking up off the guys who this, this is their first year here.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All, I'm, the, I'm all the new with, guys. Yeah.
3: I'm going to go with Honka. Honka was a guy, I mean, I think he's. He's still got a lot to learn on the defensive side of the puck, which is why I think it's really good for him to be paired with Lajoie. But um I mean Honka stepped right in and started producing from the blue line immediately, which is really impressive because none of his forwards could finish in front of him for the first couple months of the season. So
0: yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
3: So, so for him to come in and and show a lot of poise with the puck, I think as a young kid with You know, some big four checkers from Milwaukee and Iowa coming down on him. Um, I think it was really impressive. Like I said, I think he still needs uh, some work done in the defensive zone,
0: but I mean, it it, it takes time. No one,
3: yeah, no one's going to be a shutdown defender at a you know, young age like that coming right over from uh from Europe. So
0: Yeah, I mean not not everyone's Jacob Slavin. You can't just automatically know what you're doing and just exactly you know, shutting down the best guys in the league year in and year out. I mean it's just those guys don't grow in trees. Right.
3: <laughs> and even Slavin had to learn. So but you know, from an immediate impact standpoint, I mean Hanka he was yeah. he's he's been the guy since day one.
0: Yeah, I mean he, he also looked really good in the showcase as well. I know we had a lot of early puns for Honka coming right out of the prospect showcase. Oh so I mean, no, yes. I'm he not did.
1: I'm not <laughs> no, not
0: I'm not gonna say any it's all right. I'm gonna try to go I'm gonna try to go punless in this episode. But uh yeah, I really like Honka's game in the prospect showcase. I think he's gonna do really well. Like he said, just give him time, give him a couple years in the AHL. He'll be all right. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah he'll be fine. Uh, last question is from Taylor Vis Nevik, i'm so sorry for pronouncing your last name wrong i'm Again, names, if that <laughs> <pronunciation>. <laughs> but the thing is i know how to say hot I, I know how to say hockey names that look insanely hard to pronounce i can get those right like these ones it's like it's not, it's kind of tough but i could kinda, i could get it but it's like Listen, no, ASPN cannot say
2: any of our players' names. You're already doing I'm better excuse. than them. <laughs> you are excused. I just like to give you a <laughs>
0: Thanks, Kat. I appreciate it. I uh, wouldn't so- want
2: to be saying the names, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, like there's someone that we know who came and said "cock and yummy" correctly, and I'm like, it's "cock Like it, it's.
2: I just I I can say it. I just know eventually I will slip up. So KK's just way. It's easier. like Sam with Svechnikov.
1: <laughs> you gotta t- you bide your time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or or Kachekov.
1: Or Kachekov. Honestly, this is hey, why. To, to be fair, though, that would be. When we, Zach and I did our first epi- episode together, and I was trying to talk about Kachekov, I was sitting and stumbling on his name a little bit just because yeah. it was so new. So that's
0: yeah. that's fair. This is
1: why mentor, that's why Mentor is awesome because he he has all of their
2: names down pat real easy. So
0: I'm, yeah, miss miss him on Twitter. Uh, so Taylor's question, um, she she asked, what's it like being the best writer in the in the AHL? <laughs> I don't know, I'm not Patrick Williams. <laughs> I mean, is anyone really Patrick um, Williams outside of Patrick Williams?
3: Uh jeez. I mean, I'm I don't know. Blessed <laughs> to to write for a, a especially passionate and awesome fan base, you know, and it makes it it makes the whole thing worth, you know, getting up for the games every every night and talking to the players and letting them and and just uh the the heart and soul coming from the the readers and the fan base you can just you can just feel how much they care for this team care for these guys and you know just seeing them going up and and then producing over there in Carolina no one's a bigger leader for these guys than the ones who watch them all grow up down here in Chicago and I'm, I'm blessed I'm I'm blessed to be a part of it I you know I love doing it I'm I'm glad that for some reason people love reading what I have to write and say and everything, because I don't know, I think I sound cr- crazy sometimes, but
0: I mean, yeah, we, she, we all, we, we it, all, to be, we all, a
3: big, uh big fan of my work. And I just wanted to say, you know, I, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and I'm glad that I have uh, a bunch like her following along with me and it's, it's been a fun ride and I hope to continue riding it.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we all have to be a little bit crazy for us to like, you know, cover the ahl because it's just it is an it is a very interesting league to cover because ebbs and flows of call-ups constantly guys getting traded to different teams or just leaving every year so yeah i totally get that andrew but i mean like you said you also got tabby you got eric i mean you got alex like there's so many like the, the consistent you know Kane's twitter wolf's twitter people and stuff like that mm-hmm. but no it's yeah i mean like i said met you through, you know, the wolves and stuff like that. So I mean it's right. it's always good work for sure. And the fact that, you know, of us working at field pass, I think you know, I think trying to be non biased to our company <laughs> who you, you know, who lets us do what we do, but I think it's it's probably the best place to cover minor League because it's it's a good it's a great group over there. So I mean it's just, the support yeah. system we got is just absolutely fantastic. Like yeah. Yeah,
3: I I love the environment that we've helped create up there, and it's um, you know, I I feel blessed every day. Yeah, I just I yeah, I I love talking about this sport, I love talking about it with other people. And I found a spot that's I can call home now, and it's it's fantastic. And I'm glad to see you two come in come and join our squad. It just makes it even stronger. Now we just got to convince. Cat
0: to join in next.
1: <laughs> Give
0: him yeah. some team to cover. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of teams on the Atlantic Division that could get some good coverage. That's for sure. Because I know, I know, I know Corey out in Hershey. He does like the Bears. He does. I think pretty much almost the entire division outside of Charlotte. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Get, that, that guy needs a break. He, no, I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't
3: know. Where, I don't know where he
0: gets the time, but he's a beauty.
3: Well, we love. We love what Corey has to bring there. And oh, yeah,
0: for sure yeah yeah especially as hershey bears oh yeah 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 for yeah it's it's <laughs> definitely an interesting time but no i mean yeah count eventually we'll just keep we'll gives you to come over to us too and just start writing about you know some team in the ahl but slowly but surely we we'll, we'll get there we're gonna slowly just migrate everyone over and just make just, just have every team covered at some point but andrew before we let you go because i know you're on a slight time crunch but we appreciate you joining us for a little bit to talk about the wolves and all that good stuff, but where can people find you on the socials and find your writing? And also uh you're also a podcast host on the holy grail. So where can people find that as well? The floor is yours, sir. Promote everything and everything. So I know <laughs> the next three minutes are gonna be up real quick with all the stuff you have to let For us know sure. about. <laughs> <For sure. laughs>
3: so um to follow my wolf stuff, you can uh my at is FPH Wolves and then this weekend I'm going to be over in Grand Rapids and you can follow along with me at FPH Griffins and um, there's going to be a lot I mean I live tweet all the games I love answering questions and fans I just love interacting with fans in general so
0: it's a good time I, I, got, yeah, I can confirm absolutely. it's a good time <laughs>
3: so you know if anyone has anything you know any questions anything about a player or a system or you just want to say like hey you um you know your beard looks gross or whatever. I'm all for any of it.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, so. I mean, honestly, on the uh, work because we're you know we're we're gonna put this on YouTube. I think your beard looks fantastic, sir. I mean, the I hair. I think so too. <laughs> did, but, you, did you know, do something I to your know, hair? It's got an extra things. little poof to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and
3: then yeah, we have a weekly podcast over at uh, Field Pass that's called The Holy Grail, and that's stylized G R A H L. And we fantastic just talk everything. People, I know, I love it. We talk fantastic. about everything American Hockey League. We um we bring our hot takes to the table. Occasionally our Marley's correspondent Zach Power tries to light himself on fire every now and then. It's um it's full of chaos, it's full of glory, it's um you know, we have a lot of fun with it. I, I think my favorite episode was uh during the playoffs last year when uh, when the Wolves were playing the Stockton Heat and the Western Conference Finals and if you could ever go back and rewatch that one, I was just an unhinged mess at Wolves <laughs> took <point. laughs> we'll, we'll four penalties in the first period, and like it was I mean, they, killed them, they killed them all off, but like that's I'm, just a like, remember, remember that, that, game, yeah. that I don't need in my life. And they pulled oh, away man. with a, with a real a real great win. Um, Ivan Ivan who has been battling an injury, he's hopefully gonna be returning to the lineup later in the year. He scored and then potsey sealed away with a breakaway with a minute left and you know the celebration pretty much began at that point
0: um pretty much yeah <laughs> so
3: there's so there's all all sorts of good content on the holy grail and you know just gotta tune in for all your ahl content and we'll bring it to you
0: yeah so if you're on the youtube version you see the little banner on the bottom we got you know all, you know andrew's ass where you can follow him on twitter also the podcast as well it's i think it's it's the holy and i know it's holy grail on Twitter, is that if right? I'm correct on that? Yeah, it's it's the holy grail. I thought yeah. so. I wanted, to make, I was making sure I was getting that right. But yeah, make sure to check that out as well. Great podcast. I can, I can, I can confirm the chaos is absolutely insane, and we're we're definitely good with that. But now, Andrew, like I said, man, I really appreciate you coming on. You know, talking with us for a little bit about the wolves and all that good stuff. We got to make sure to have you on again. Nope. And any progress to the uh, wolves? Maybe uh, you know sniffing the playoffs a little bit but like I said.
3: For, sure. for sure and again well, thanks you know I, I appreciate you guys bringing me on i you know like i said before i love just chatting hockey about any and all types so i appreciate it
0: yeah no of course you know th- anytime for sure we appreciate it and also thank you everyone who sent out the questions Fantastic job! We will love it. We we love having interactions with fans, especially when we got guests like Andrew on. So, mm-hmm. but gotta let our guests go because he's got to get to Grand Rapids and cover the Griffins, and hopefully that basement team in the uh, Central <laughs> gives him a little bit more hope <laughs> for the next yeah. one. It's getting a little musty down here for me. A <laughs> S- gotta get out of the cellar somehow. Yeah. But all right, we'll enjoy their studio, the Andrew. We appreciate you joining us today, man. Thanks,
1: Andrew.
3: Um, uh, thanks, no, Andrew. Thanks, you guys. take care. Bye.
0: All right, that was Andrew Winaldi of Field Pass Hockey. Just an absolute great guy to have on the pod. It's good having have him on for the him. second time. Second time on the show. Just uh different vibes than the last time, Bailey, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> since, definitely. Since no, the I season finale. Oh talking man.
1: last time, season finale. I mean, we were I I was coming off of helping the Avs celebrate their massive win but andrew rinaldi coming off of celebrating the wolves win and it it just it was a big winning kind of vibe and we were it's something and we kind of talked about it a little bit with andrew being on and talking about yeah i mean it's it sucks when you lose a lot of your core um but you can't help but kind of be happy for those guys going off and kind of finding themselves in bigger positions and helping other teams kind of to that same point. Um, so I don't know. It, it's, I, I hope the wolves can kind of hold it together and I'm a little nervous to see what'll happen when Freddie comes back and Piotr unfortunately may have to go down, but it'll we'll, he'll be all right. Be it's
0: Piotr. It gives him more yeah. time. Yeah. The
1: one far. thing that I was kind of interested in kind of thinking though, and maybe you guys will kind of, be able to give some kind of good insight and thoughts on this as well I've I've noticed with Piotr he Mm -hmm. plays a lot better and this goes for a lot of goalies in saying that goalies usually play better when they have faith in the team in front of them how Mm -hmm. do you think that's going to translate down to Chicago when Piotr gets sent back do you think that's going to be there's going to be a little bit of that building trust again kind of situation or Um... what does that look like
0: I think I think there's gonna be a little bit of like you know getting back to the flow of be, being in a different locker room than you have been for most of the seasons. So I think there's right. going to some a little bit of a growing pain, a little bit. Plus, the team is kind. I mean, they have won more games recently, but I mean, they're still a struggling team in the central. That's they're like I said, they're about nine points out of fourth place right now. So it's gonna be. A little bit of an adjustment period for Piotr to go back to the AHL and all those guys who are probably used to the goalies they have now getting him back in line because he's only there for like not even 10 games. So it's, I think it's definitely going to be a feeling out process for the first probably week or so, maybe two. I could see him back down.
2: I could see him playing if he doesn't have that full like trust or confidence yet playing a little bit more aggressive. I mean, he already has his like poke check. Like he already is a more like confident coming forward goalie. I can mm-hmm. see him doing that a little bit more if he's not as trusting of his defense. Um, but honestly, I think he's just going to be playing for the chance to get back with the gains. Like, Ooh, yeah. I think he will see that as a challenge to, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to be playing here. Um, but my goal is to get back there. And if, if it is like Freddie and Ranta go on this big hot streak, and like for some reason Piotr stays down there a lot longer, I mean, I think he's just going to be like, "Well, my my spot is there next." Like, I I just see that fire in that kid that he's just he's not. I don't think he's going to take it as um, a, a demotion or of any sort, but just a chance to prove himself
0: more. Yeah, and, I I'm just going to
2: miss his interactions with Spetch. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I, I really think it's going to be a. I, I think he understands. It's like he he's got like you said, he just got a new contract. He's got four years with the team kicking in next year. He, it was kind of like it was an emergency loan situation. No one knew how long he was going to be, you know, in Carolina for. It was just an extended period of time because Ferg has been out for so long. I think it's kind of like it, it's the nature of the business. There's nothing you can do about that. I think we might see him. I guess it depends on what the Canes do with the trade deadline. Of do you move on from? ranta or freddie at that point if you want to go down that path or do you just want to ride out with those two guys and let Piotr just finish out the finish out the season in the ahl and just get him ready for next year i guess it all really depends on what the kings want to do mm-hmm. so i mean it, the, the deadline is going to be very interesting on do you go like what depth they're going to get Because i know corey lavulege i think yesterday just dropped an article of what's the trade board 1.0 of like, mm-hmm. do care? Do the cans go for a second C, or do they go for depth on the scoring or depth on defense and stuff like that? But I think the goaltending situation is going to be another aspect to watch as well. Because
2: yeah. do, you, do, I, you, go, I do you
0: just keep as as is, or do take, you want one of them?
2: My take would I would hope we keep as is. I just don't want to risk going into playoffs with while they're great 2 injury prone goalies Um, and you're I don't think you're gonna find something better around the league at the moment Um not well, any nothing that someone would give up <laughs> like I think the well, goal I think the league is stingy with their goalies right now
0: well no I'm not I'm not thinking it's gonna be a goalie for goalie trade I think it's gonna be goalie for like a depth player or goalie for like picks type thing like we're not gonna get a goalie back I think it's gonna be if you move one of those guys, it's gonna be for assets of the future. And then mm-hmm. you bring up Piotr. Or it's like you trade a goalie for a current guy who's a depth player now, and maybe a pick or something like that. That's where I see more of that, not straight up goalie for goalie. It's gonna be more of like assets for future or depth mm-hmm. to help the defense or the forwards out. Right. For a longer stint. I think that's I think that's how the Kings are gonna play it if they move on from a goalie. I don't think they will because they want to keep as is, but it's the Hurricanes. Anything can happen. <clears throat> I mean, we all thought the Hurricanes were going to trade for anyone, and then we thought, oh, it's the deadline. They didn't get anyone. We're good to go. And then it's like, huh, surprise. Then we got Max Domi at the last second. So it's it's yeah. definitely something to keep an eye on for sure. But, <laughs> but, yes, you're
2: right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So before we go I personally work, hated that. <laughs> he, I mean, he did help Game 7 against the Bruins, but other than that, we already
1: have a game seven. We're good.
0: Yeah. All right. So <laughs> yeah, before we get
2: ever confused, he's never called Mr. Game seven. Good no, Lord. He's not, no. no, he's
0: no, no, he's not. He's that. Mr.
2: One game seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have a Mr. Game seven and that we're fine with that. But before we get farther into the Canes talk though, we do have to talk about our amazing sponsors at Primal X hockey. So if you're on the YouTube or yeah, if you're on the YouTube version, we have a link at the bottom where you can go into their website and we got the special code to get 20% off your offer. But if you're on the audio version of it, um, go to primalxhockey.com, use the code SEARCHCAST uh, to get 20% off your order. They're a great group to, you know, they're our ROG sponsor since not even before our first episode. They were here before that as well. Um, so if you're looking for equipment, you know, st- uh, stick tape, you know, if you're looking for skate protector, stuff like that, they even got uh, shields now for uh, helmets. So if you're looking right. to get a bubble or a. Uh, Cage. Um, I like the fish. I'm more of a fishbowl helmet guy myself because I think all the bars and stuff would kind of like distort my eyes a little bit. So I would probably mm-hmm. if it was me, I go with the fishbowl. I know a lot of people kind of joke about it, but I think it's a little bit easier for me. But I mean they got those now. They also got a skate sharpener if you want to get your skate sharpened at the uh at the warehouse. So that's um pretty good as well. You can do pickups at the at the warehouse or you can get it shipped uh, um you know around the states because they do free shipping which is kind of nice and they're actually on amazon prime for uh some of their products as well so i mean they're I was gonna they, say
1: they also have some really cool merch oh um, the, the
0: hoodies and the hats The
1: hoodies are... the hats they've got koozies for your mm-hmm. tailgating needs i
0: mean i can i can attest these koozies <laughs> are pretty nice i mean they are they are pretty fantastic i, I love these things because i mean it, it who just doesn't love really a nice. good koozie I am especially when it's a, a Raleigh based company too cuz they even has Raleigh Absolutely. North Carolina around the bottom. I mean, shop local, support local and like, these guys are like not even 15 minutes from the arena. Like yeah. I said, you can, you can do pickups at the warehouse. You can kind of check out the you know place, you know talk to those guys, Matt, Tuck, you know, all of them are just so great. It, they're, they're, they're hoping a great to make group it over there.
1: to the warehouse at least once while I'm in town for the stadium series game. Oh, so. you have
0: to for sure. Like I said, they're a great group over there. So like I said, you go to primalxhockey.com, use the code searchcast cast at checkout for 20% off your order. It helps support us, but also helps out support our number one sponsor of the show. So that's why you got this little cool logo at the bottom left corner. If you're on the YouTube version, like I said, just go help support them, help support us. Like I said, you get a lot of cool, ridiculously awesome stuff there. Oh, yeah. you can't go wrong with that but yeah, once going started, the i was gonna say
1: once i start getting into hockey i i'm getting skating lessons or i got skating lessons for christmas so once i start getting into hockey they're gonna be my go-to for tape and all that good stuff oh
0: stuff. yeah for sure too so, yeah especially especially when you know protect the face yeah mm-hmm. definitely gotta go for the bubbles because those uh ones are really nice i guess but they get stick tape you know, like they even got uh, skate protectors too with the little uh, bottoms on it, so you can protect your skates when you're walking around. Oh yeah, very very clutch for sure. They got they got everything and everything. They even have um, they have a little tool where you actually can cut your tape off your stick cleanly instead of having to like try to deal with it the old old fashioned way of trying to unravel it. You just cut straight through it. Yeah, they have a lot of great stuff. Definitely, com is probably the best place to look at in terms of anything hockey equipment related. Like I said, the merch. This pretty nice it's also pretty nice <laughs> but going into the Kane suck so we got some Kane's pr stats that we do want to talk about a little bit um this is a week ago so some of it might have changed a little bit but i think this is some pretty cool stuff we have to talk about because a lot of milestones and a lot of streaks and a lot of records have been set or broken and all that good stuff so the first one it's from about a week ago the hurricanes PR uh, tweeted out the Hurricanes posted a 12 0 1 record, 25 points in December, marking the second time that the Hartford Carolina has played at least five games in a calendar month 243 such instances without a regulation loss. Last time was October of last year, uh, 2021, almost the last year, 2021, uh, where they won 8 0 0. Coming
2: out of November? That's a big
0: deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. If everyone remembers our episodes from November. Me and Bailey were like, Yeah, we're struggling
1: for content, bud. <laughs> Another
0: one, one of those, content-
2: do I talk good? Do I talk bad? What do I well, talk that, about? Yeah,
1: that, that's mainly like there was yeah. no good content to talk about, or at least not yeah. a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when you're on a streak of like a lot of overtime losses and mm-hmm. then you're going, you're like, you just lose to Arizona right before Thanksgiving, and then you go, like into- If I
1: if I, never, if I never saw free hockey ever again in my life due to <laughs> this season, I would be okay.
0: Just November alone. November, November alone.
1: alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think we had like four overtime losses in that like two-week span. And luckily one of them was against Boston, which if anyone remembers our Thanksgiving episode that we had right before then, we were nervous going into that Boston game because you know, Boston is in the middle of their dumb run. Still- we did
1: a lot better than i expected us
2: we to. Did.
0: We, we did we finally played
1: up to a team <laughs>
0: right <laughs> we won't talk we don't talk about the arizona game that was yes just...
2: but i mean again we can't talk about november without talking like yeah we lost which it was just a sad
0: month a lot of play. got a lot of points though we got we did but we you got, got, got
2: points we, yeah got like got i mean got the a carolina away of at least getting points <laughs>
0: experience carolina hockey somehow you lose but you still somehow gain points we will talk about more carolina experience of carolina hockey in a little bit but experience <laughs> but those carolina points, I mean, hockey
2: they're adding up to us being top of the division
0: so so there there's a good and a bad you ain't winning games but you're also getting points at the same time so Hurricanes nah, hockey. The, i bet, bet the Penn i wish they were getting some one points Ooh. Right
1: War pens.
0: <laughs> We're, is it really poor pens, though? I mean, really? Uh,
1: I, I, we feel their pain so a little bit.
0: <laughs> mm, Do I don't feel I don't feel pain with their jerseys they wore for the. Oh uh, no, not classic. with those
1: jerseys! Heck no.
0: <laughs> Oof, does my friends? Yeah. That's, if, even if the, you're, even if you're trying to jersey. live
1: off of your baseball team, just say that.
0: I mean, both teams. I mean, both teams did show up in like 1926. You know baseball the attire. baseball
1: like, attire which I'll, I'll give it to him but that's just kind of playing into the whole our jerseys are based off of our baseball team where the yeah i that was yeah well for pittsburgh
0: favorite. yes the the bruins well no that's I, what
1: i meant I
2: I,
0: I I i i could have missed the meth bear look that's just i don't
2: oh, know the whole thing was a, it was a little lackluster to me i mean it's a little lackluster just because it's like teams we've all seen play outdoor game before i
1: will say Shocker and the and venue, I think, was the best part of that game.
0: Here's the thing, though: the Bruins already played at Fenway at one point in another Winter Classic okay. too. So Fenway's that wasn't... a
1: cool ass venue. Oh, so it is. I'm... Yeah,
0: it's definitely better than the Cotton Bowl, where you're like a hundred feet away from the rink. At least you're somewhat closer. But of course, I would want to get like the upper. I would probably get the outfield seats, where it's a little bit higher up. Because I saw some angles of like on the first and third base side you're, like, right at ice level for a mm-hmm. lot of those seats. And that is – especially if you're paying, like, an uber amount of money for those tickets. I, that's where, you like, you want to go for the upper deck seats or the outfield, like, elevated <coughs> seats. Oh, no.
1: That, that's why I'm kind of glad we're – I mean, we're – We're sitting for the stadium series, like at least we're not like at ground level and we're. Oh yeah, my no, my dad made sure he was like we can
2: get. He didn't want like the way up, but he was like get us down on the first level, but like kind of up so you can see out. Yeah, he was
0: yeah very adamant about
1: where we were gonna be. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I don't know exactly what row we're in, but I know because we're sitting with Brian Sign and them over from um, House of Jerks. I know we're in one of the end zones. I don't know which end zone, but I know we're in one of them so i'm curious to see what where exactly we're gonna be at in terms of height level of the ice but either way it's gonna be fine i know the tailgate is gonna be sick because the three of us are gonna be there jj's coming now which was a shock to everyone i did not know that i am thanks
2: i thought it was common knowledge i thought i was the one late to the news
0: But you know Spencer's going to be there too. Josh is going to be there. I mean, we got Brad Moore from you know Storm Cellar is going to be there. Of course, Brian and those guys from you know House Jerks. We're obviously going to be there. This is going to be a great
1: TikTok. Let me just say that. Oh, the TikToks
0: (laughs) are going to be great. The tailgate is going to be absolutely perfect. Bring a lot of water, kids, because it's a late game, and you know the park is going to be open early.
2: I'm going to have to go around and ask everyone who do you think is going to get the drunkest (laughs) at our tailgate. Yeah. Well,
0: the thing is, I've only tailgated with you and um, Jules. I'm not really sure on everyone else tailgating, so it's gonna be. All I
1: know is I'm getting a pack of storm brews for myself. If I don't like them, somebody else can take the rest. But like, I'm I'm not gonna drink all of them. But I, I know. But like, I've (laughs) never had one. So
0: they're they spent their are they're meant to be a light beer that's why they kind of did that which I'm <laughs> I love I I really like the storm brews I like light beer about. I didn't like
2: well, but it's fine yeah
0: yeah
1: it was well, all it was I know is I'm $5. stopping my food lion as soon as I get there I'm getting myself a six pack it was and better then when it was five dollars
0: yeah I got the one for, for seven fifty it's still good for seven it's a tall boy I'm gonna be okay with it I do have to say I did try there's um there's a Tuffy, uh NC State inspired beer from r&d brewing as well also really good too so i mean r&d if you're listening you know we we wouldn't mind if you you know sponsored the show yeah we we do we we do need a beer sponsor This is so why why, why not r&d brewing so i mean but i think i think a good president for the tailgate for the stadium series is going to be the hall of fame night tailgate
1: because
0: a lot of us are going to be for there too
1: well i don't know if i'm going to be tailgating um i'm hoping so but i'm going to be with family friends that i haven't seen in forever um and i don't know what you, can just, you can just you can just come them.
0: over and you can just come over and hang out with us that's what we well do. yeah we no just... i
1: i just i don't know what the big plan is i don't know if i'm meeting up with them at the seats or if i'm having them pick me up or what's going on so okay, okay. Yeah, so i've well, got to can... figure that out first
0: see what you have to deal with like
2: come on. okay i feel like i derailed our we were talking stats i'm sorry <laughs> No, this is welcome exciting to the stuff welcome. Please, welcome to the the every time we do. <laughs> but time. We, have, we have limited time today. I'm gonna try to keep us on schedule since,
0: I'm <laughs> to on since <laughs> late. welcome to this. Welcome to the search cast. Um <laughs> yeah,
1: anyway,
2: some,
0: some more from the canes PR because like I said, we have a label. so 25 points in December are also tied for the second most points in a calendar month by the franchise in history. Uh, this was March 2017, where they went 10-2 and 5. Trailing only just January 2006, 13 and six, thirteen one and zero for twenty six points. We and we and the last time we had a streak like that, and that was two thousand and six. That's when we won the cup. So, I mean, I'm no mathematician here, but
1: mathematician,
0: are, yeah, <laughs> I'm no mathematician here. But is there a coincidence?
1: I think I mean, not. So. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, so Walt Ruff, who's an absolute beauty, if people Love be nice to Walt. him. Be nice to him. Um, <laughs> uh, the cans have set a new franchise record with ten consecutive wins. This this was buff from six days ago. That did change. It was eleven. Um, already, they've already tied their franchise record in a point streak to sixteen. Now seventeen is now becomes the longest run by any NHL team this season. So
1: have fun beating that Bruins
2: (laughs) also we know what it's like to win at home and like that's a big deal for the Bruins but FYI when it stops it's not fun (laughs)
0: no No, and then yeah so you lose to the Rangers and then you go lose to the Predators like a couple nights later it's like which
1: I know Colin talked about this on his Twitter and I just I feel the need to bring this up of course the hockey gods decided it was going to be the Rangers that broke that streak
0: of course
2: yeah, are, are yeah. we saying no, no? Are we saying hockey gods or are we saying some NHL referees? Because that's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, <laughs> let, let's get through the stats first, and we'll get to that point. Uh, Walt Ruff again from like I said, this is a of you know, we kind of you know, scheduling wise and all that. Uh, shout out and back to the games for Anthony Ranta. He stops all 19 face from Florida, giving him a perfect performance in consecutive contests. For only the second time in his career. Um, Kane's PR once again. Uh, Pierre Kachekov, uh, December 10th through the 13th, and Antti Ranta, the 27th through the 30th, I have each posted shoutouts in back to back team games this season. As Carolina has become the eighth team in the NHL history to have two goaltenders accomplish the feat in a single campaign, the last team to do it, the St. Louis Blues in 2015 16. Haven't really go back. it's been
1: that long
0: it's been that long wow. uh from NHL public relations from four days ago Pierre Kachekov who went seven zero and one with a 163 goals against average and a 939 save percentage and two shutouts in eight games played he was the uh, rookie of the month of December for the NHL so that awesome job
1: <laughs> yeah I know yeah, we um, talked about this. We we had literally just talked about this on the podcast before too, about how yeah. the hurricanes never get recognition for listen.
0: We listen. got a lot. We everything got a lot we of recognition.
1: Everything we talked about in the episode with Colin
2: like came into fruition. So we were the like power oh, playing oh. Piotr. And then Piotr got recognition. We never score on the power play. Next game, we score a thousand power play goals. So
0: we'll just what you're saying is we have some influence here at the search cast. I'll apparently I'll hey,
1: my shirt on if i need to
0: and, 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 <laughs> hey the, the hockey gods must be listening so i mean i think doesn't all of us have the the kings
1: the influencer t-shirt? shirt yeah
0: yeah you'd love to see it influencers got it late <laughs> but i finally got it <laughs> that was that was a little bit shocking that you got a little bit later than the rest of us i was kind of i don't know that. how
1: they pick their people it's fine i just God. want to know if you were the only one that got a late uh dm i, mean, I don't I know because everyone else I knew already had because one. nobody talked about it nobody talked about it at the same time as you did so
0: you also have to be positive about the hurricanes too that's kind of why they picked their people so yeah yeah, yeah maybe maybe uh, I bu-
2: maybe i bullied them into sitting laughing
1: well, if, any, if we've learned anything from the Canes admin, you try to bully them, they'll bully right back. So,
0: yeah, that's all. Right, yeah. So we'll say the same thing with same thing with the team reporter. You bully him, you're going to get clapped back, and then you're going to have all the fans coming at you too. So, yeah, choose wisely, my friends. Higher, <laughs> uh, you, Hur-
1: you get burned. Sorry.
0: Yeah, uh, Hurricanes PR from four days ago. Sebastian Aho has scored his 14th shorthanded goal of his NHL Hurricanes career and is now only too shy of the franchise record, set by one Eric Stahl. 2003 to 2016. Why does always
1: got to be Eric? <laughs> Eric He's
0: uh, the
1: for. I, I mean,
0: Eric Stahl has been with the team for a pretty long time. No, show. I know. But... Um, his uh, his total is 16 shorthanded goals. His 20 shorthanded points trail only Eric Stahl, once again. 16, <laughs> 16 goals, 5 assists for 21 points, and Rod Brendamore. 10 goals, 11 assists for 21 points for the franchise. So,
1: at this point, leave some for Eric to keep.
0: <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, this is a quote <laughs> tweet from the same tweet. Since 2018 19, Ajo has now scored a league high 13 shorthanded goals and his 18th shorthanded points, 13 goals, five assists. Only trails one player in the league who has 19, 10 goals, and nine assists. Can you name the player and the team? And I'll make it easy for you because there's a lot of teams here. It's in the Atlantic Division.
1: This season? or No, just no. since
0: 2018-19.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Ajo's got 18 with 13 goals, 5 assists. The guy who actually has it has got 19 points, 10 goals, 9 assists. He plays for a team in the Atlantic Division. In the Atlantic. Don't look this up.
2: No, I'm not. No, I'm looking at the teams. I'm trying to think of who.
0: You're not going to like the guy who, who has that record. Oh, okay.
2: Does With that, play? I'm He's either thinking it's
1: or is it Matthews? Can it, is it, does he play for Boston?
0: I can't can confirm can or deny this. <laughs>
1: okay, so it's, I feel like it's Brad Marchand. It's Brad Marchand. Yeah. Okay.
2: Quick, I was great. thinking.
1: I was thinking Marchand, and then I mean, but I was
2: also like, you know, you no, know, Matthews always gets. He has a Matthews lot of, does everything. So yeah. yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised um, I don't know. I always thought Brock McGinn had a bunch of shorthanded goals, and he still does. So I'm curious to where he is on that list. He does. He does four on four and shorthanded goals are Let Brock, me Brock look McGinn's. This
1: up.
0: Uh, from the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, from four days ago. This is when Antonio got third star of the week, three oh and oh, a nine forty four save percentage and a one point three goals against. It's very amazing that he finally got recognition, but third star with a one point three and a ridiculous goals against average and a perfecto. Who are that the two least? Who are who are be... the
2: guys in front of him?
0: I can't. It's just it's just the Hurricanes playing up there. So... I, don't know, I don't know exactly who it was that week, but. Antaraja should have gotten career, more.
1: In his career, Brock McGinn only has seven short-handed goals.
0: Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe it was the four four on four ones. He was always really good at. He always I don't know those always stood out to me that he had a lot of those. Yeah.
0: Oh, um, Brock! Oh, Brock McGinn.
1: Skinner, oh,
2: Speaking you. of penguins, <laughs> <laughs> like I brought them up twice now. Speaking of penguins, I did um, another interesting little stat fact thing um so i posed a question after we beat the devils i posed a question because it was like a nail biter of a game and really really fun game to watch oh i i I know where you're going with this i posted i said and honestly our matchups with the pins have also been very interesting um so i said okay so we have some pretty interesting matchups in the metro so as of now who would y'all want to face in the playoffs and it kind of went back and forth a little bit um but then after 72 people voted people as of right now more people would want to face the pins in playoffs yep. than they would the devils
1: mm-hmm.
2: which i find interesting because we have gone to overtime with the pins multiple times now
1: i'm going to look up cuz i forget who i voted for
0: i would <laughs> say i would i'd rather face the devils in the playoffs I think that'll be a really good matchup. For,
1: I think
2: both really, those matchups would be really fun to watch. I would much prefer the, that over like Washington or the Rags.
1: Yeah,
0: I can't stand the Rangers. I, I'm sick of seeing them.
1: No, no.
3: Especially
1: their fans. I never want to see the Rangers in playoffs again.
2: No, I think I think, I think, I think the Devils
1: are really they're really fun,
2: interesting, and it's interesting because there's former Canes on there, and then um, I just think I know some people don't like Pittsburgh. I. I said, don't mind them. We always have really interesting play when we play them. So
0: I just don't want to see the Rangers because I'm sick of the fans from Carrie who are season ticket holders throw on their Rangers jerseys. And it's like,
1: yep. Yeah.
0: You own season tickets to the team that you currently go to most of the time outside of like the few games out of the year. I understand that that was your team first, but if you pay money for this team, that's your team. That's just my opinion. But yeah, what do I know? I'm just a guy who just rambles on a podcast talking about the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, okay, so Oops. Hurricanes PR. Um, Martin Nietzsche has scored his 17th goal of the season tonight, but it was two nights ago. Fan Martin vote him had- into the All Star. Do it. Do yes, it now, please. <laughs> I,
1: already,
2: I
0: already started that on Twitter, so all people need to do is just quote tweet it and put Martin Nietzsche. hashtag NHL all star vote. And all that. So. I'm
1: starting I'm starting a countdown from when uh, the votes are not being accepted anymore day whatever of voting Martin HS into the All-Star Game.
0: I, I also did <laughs> one for Jacob Slavin too, so they're both on there. So make sure to go to quote tweet it every day because I got one for Nietzsche's and I got one for Slavo. So I think it, it's
1: I, I will say I think it's really nice that fans are talked about getting Martinuck into the game. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: I think I think if it's only Kane's fans voting, yes. I think if you're getting other fans voting, you can get some. Na- natures would get some more recognition because the Metro here, here. and the
1: Atlantic are stacked. So
2: there's
0: some, here, here, like I I like I like Jordan Martinuk, but I at the don't same think time, he's
1: all star material.
2: he's okay, he is He's having a great season. Absolutely, he he's playing
1: fantastic. <laughs> it's a great
2: season, but a great season for Martinuk is still not quite comparing to some of the other
0: all-stars I'm it's almost become like a, the john scott effect where they just voted him in because it's just because they wanted to get back at the nhl i understand people want to get martin i love let me get i love marty i love the marty parties but martin Nietzsche is on an absolute stupid tear right now and like it's arguably his best career season right now And I even, because Walt put a question up, like, who would you get to pick? And I said, I want, you know, Nietzsche's, Piotr, Slavo. he made you pick one. Yep. And he made made me pick one. I'm like, all right, well, it's going to be Martin Nietzsche's. Already has career high in goals. He's already four points uh, from tying his career point totals already, which is 41. He's at 37. He's having a career year right now. Oh, and by the way, he leads the team in points to that point i'm really surprised i'm honestly surprised that svetch
2: got in over him. like i thought it would be one of the two but no at the same time superstar. i'm still a little
0: surprised superstar. superstar level everyone knows Svetchnikov cuz he's he's, the, been, he's been consistent every year
1: one thing i will say and i think it's kind of funny uh i'm surprised you know when we were all talking last episode about who are Star of the team, or who we think the entire star of the fan base is in Ajo. He's not part of
0: this conversation.
2: He's not, he hasn't been playing as no. And, and but, I, well, I, he, was also no, hurt I hope... too. he
0: was also hurt, too, for a good bit of the season. So it's kind right. of right.
2: But, but and since this since is something... this since the beginning of the season. It's been, it's been Svech Nature's season more than it has been mm. Ajo's.
0: What I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, everyone loves Seabass, like obviously. It's just from, I mean, everyone loves him if he gets in great. I'm just saying for me. I would love Slavo to get him, but t- defenseman in this division, n- everyone overlooks him. It's not. As we possible. got him
2: in once, unfortunately, when Hamilton
0: was hurt, but we yeah. got him in once. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the uh, Cat Hunter 2.0, uh, huh? And huh? Of why <laughs> Jacob Slavin needs to get into the All Star game. So I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> for that TikTok to drop at some point soon. But uh, no, honestly, for me, if I had to pick someone, it has to be Martin E. I mean, I love Svech. But for me, it's Marty Nietzsche's. I've been on the Marty. I've been on the Martin Nietzsche's train since like the off season. Like no one can argue with me on this. Like he, he, I've been no, on his have. train. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but
1: I, I and I guess he this needs is to maybe get a in. little bit of my bias coming out too. But I'm. I, I expected it to be Spatch over Nate Um, I hope Nate gets in. He absolutely deserves it.
0: I hope he does. He, might, he, deserve, he deserves either.
1: it. I want to see it. I want. Oh to see my gosh! Imagine. I want to see a race. That's all I want to see. <laughs> oh
0: um, my God. Could you imagine?
1: Yeah. You could you imagine Seth Jarvis in the game? i festus boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but can you, but can, like, because everyone talks about how fast Connor McDavid is, but can you imagine the fast skater and Martin Nietzsche just, just comes out and just blitzkriegs the entire group? And it's like, I want
1: him and Connor McDavid. Imagine it. <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 I want to see in the most accurate contest, too, because just the fact of like how Nietzsche's is like, so, okay. that'd be so great if he did. Or like a stick handling competition, Like I would love oh, to see him in one of those. Cool.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: That yeah. would be so. Insane. While we're
1: talking about, uh, the skills competitions as well. Where do we think Svetch sits? Where, which one do we think he competes in? Mm. I, I have my answer.
0: All right, let's go with yours first since you got your answer. What is it?
1: Slap shot. Mm, his, his slappers have been on point especially this season
0: it has and that's what i'm kind of like maybe i could see that but at the same time like he just developed his clapper so i'm not a hundred percent on that one How,
1: because i wouldn't put him in for accuracy
0: no wouldn't put I'll, him
1: in for speed
0: oh maybe the shoot i would probably in the, that shootout competition thing they have that's mostly for the goalies though i don't know that's just I, don't, I guess it depends on what other competitions they do for that one because they kind of change up a few ones every so often.
1: Well, they have like specially catered ones. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what they uh, yeah. do for it being at the
0: beach this year. I'm, yeah, I'm really curious to see what they do for a fetch. I mean, Slapshot, I could see that maybe. I, I would. Yeah, that. that That's I'd where I the, slot them in anyway. Yeah. Now, if it's like I said, if it's Martinichis, a couple sick stick competitions and fastest skater. I I'd love but... to
1: see for like a stick handling competition, just like an obstacle course up the ice and who can complete it the fastest? Uh, do you like, remember, that you would remember, be do, cool.
0: do you remember that video that Patrick Kane did a few years ago, where it was just a bunch of pucks on the ice and he's just dangling around all the pucks mm-hmm. with the one puck that he has? Well, that
1: that was a trend that actually came back on hockey, like TikTok and social I, media. I, 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 I
0: want to see. I want to see that again. Of course, obviously not a bunch of pucks because you don't want someone to like goof and like grab one by accident. I want to see like like cones or something that you can do but have like. Well, one no, of I awesome like
1: the pucks, but maybe get like different colored pucks.
0: Yeah, like, like, like orange pucks or something like that, so you can kind of tell which one he's actually supposed to have. But I have something like that, that would be phenomenal. But, yes, mm-hmm. we need to get Martin Nietzsche in. We need to get, try to get Slavo in. But if we at least try to get Marty in. Um, Maybe the
2: breakaway challenge would be a good one oh, for Oh,
0: yes, that would be a good one. The breakaway challenge for him me, and
2: yeah. Him and Zegres Z- doing? oh
1: imagine!
2: <laughs> <My> oh,
0: no, <laughs> Martin Nietzsche's in that, too, because that's a last stick handling. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be fantastic too. Yeah. But definitely yeah, the shootout. Yeah, I can see that one for uh Svechnikov. That'd be a good one. Um, all right, so talk about Martin uh what was it? Yeah, Martin Nichus. Seventeenth goal of the season, marking a new career high. Uh he did sixteen goals in sixty-four games in the twenty nineteen-20 season. He's extended his point streak to six games between the twenty-second of December to the third of January, four goals and three assists. Tied for his longest point streak of his season and his career which was October 24th to November 4th, and that was four goals and six assists. So a couple streaks by uh, one Martin Nietzsche. And then going into last night's game, uh, Jordan Stahl playing his 700th game as a Hurricane last night, becoming just the fifth player in team history to reach that milestone. Him and Eric Stahl are also just the fourth pair of brothers in NHL history to skate at least 700 games. With the same franchise.
2: Didn't didn't Stahl um overtake Brindamore and something as well?
0: Uh I feel like he they
2: said he like quietly broke, went like above Brenda Moore in one of those things. I don't remember what it, it might, was. I
0: might have, I'm not really sure on top of that though. I can try to find it. Yeah, I'm not sure. and it was funny because Brad from the Storm Cellar also asked Walt last night, could be RBA's 200th win too, correct, Walt? He goes, a comprehensive list of people not wanting to answer with a yes out of fear of being accused of jinxing things. He said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. Whoops. Dang it, Walt, what are you doing? Wow.
2: Didn't get that, but we did get a record of Sixty-seven
0: shots. Oh, I was ready to go into that too. Uh, yeah, when they got six, when they got to sixty-four shots with at three forty left in the game. Uh, most in the game by NHL team this season, also a new team record. Uh, the record, um, was sixty-five, set by the Whalers in nineteen eighty-three, eighty-four. So the Hurricanes set a record. Was behind the Whalers' record. And they absolutely obliterated the record because they got a franchise record 67, 67 shots last night, topping the previous record for March 15th, 1984, that the Hartford Whalers did against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Their 28 third period shots were just one shy of the Hurricanes record for a single period, which was set back on November 21st, 2018, which was then the first period for 29 shots. Guess what team it was against, and this is also in the Atlantic Division. This team is in Canada. Toronto? Is
1: that Toronto?
0: Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know that's why a- the
1: colors. I was almost thinking Tampa Bay.
0: <laughs> Tampa Slay?
1: <laughs> 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 I thought we weren't doing puns this episode, Zach.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Cast. We We do what we want here. <laughs> but so a lot. Okay, outside of the stats, we're following through all we had. A, we had a week's worth of stats to go through because I kind of want to. You know, I want to us mentioning records and a whole bunch of cold. Right, stuff absolutely. Down. It's fun it took stuff a little, it to took talk a little, about. Yeah, it took a little time, but it's like because we don't do like the game recaps anymore, which I'm so glad we don't do anymore because that was absolutely brutal. Bailey, that was just that wasn't fun. I'm I'm glad we don't do that anymore. I'm glad we went back to the old method. But well,
1: I mean, I it was nice kind of talking about games, but. Grant and Joel Except- were kind of talking to me after the episode too and especially Grant and he was like just sitting there for a few minutes while he had us on just sitting and listening that was it, it, that was not it I was like okay cool thanks no we had that one I think it was me and you uh,
2: I think that's when Zach was sick Bailey and me and you and I think we recapped like four games and I was like I don't even remember the game anymore
0: <laughs> we tried to do some different it didn't work. The numbers yeah. showed it. And, I feel uh,
1: like we have to get Joel back on just because that was not a good, like I, I, I wish we'd kind of had yeah. been able to talk with him a little bit more.
0: Yeah. That. Yeah. That I think it's probably one of the few times of the few episodes we did do that where I'm like, this wasn't it. We, yeah. t- we, tr- we tried some different, different season, you know, new season, want to do something new. Mm hmm grunt it's our first i i understand and it,
1: like that that i guess that's part of being a podcaster though too is finding what works and what doesn't and yeah. we learned very quickly that that was not it for us
0: yeah like because like, uh, going going to our first full season too as a podcast we're like all right let's try something different no 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 mm-hmm. no
2: <laughs> <It's> but <hilarious. laughs> Not a game recap, but I do have some thoughts on the last two games that we've played. The last two. Okay. So
0: are we on ranty cat time now? It's time, it's time to get ranty. Well, I know, cat. That, I
2: know there's oh, I know talk One about game first. really deserves that. Um, okay. Oh, oh, oh wait. By, by the way,
0: do we have any ice melting takes for this episode? Because I don't think we uh, found any.
2: Oh, well, no. No. I mean... We
1: have a semi-hot take. Do we even have our Forgotten Canes all prepared? (laughs) Because I have one. But I don't
0: know Uh, if anybody else has one. So, so Kat, so (laughs) as I'm going to do a last-minute picking of my guy, because I completely forgot about that. Okay, and I'll go
2: last on the Forgotten Canes.
0: I'll go last. Start with with your rant. What 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 are we ranting about?
2: Okay, and I can tie in. It's not like ice melting take. It's like a semi hot take of my own. But anyway, okay. Oh, okay. To start, I
0: just... like self self melts. This will be interesting. Self melts. Self melts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So obviously, we just we talked about our record or whatever. We're doing re- We were doing really well. Big winning streak in December. Um, and going into the new year. So then of course our first loss comes to the Rangers, which just sucks. (laughs) Um, My rant is I thought, you know, typical Carolina fashion where we are the better five on five team. Um, Some Mm -hmm. of those, um, if you watch the game, um, some of those calls, ghost calls, like a call you would never get or it wasn't a call to start with. Worst, always
0: against the Rangers. Yeah. last couple games i would say against the rangers in the in the especially with like you know uh home, just forcing Nietzsche. wait i'm not at the game
2: yet zach i'm not there
1: (laughs) just (laughs) wait that's coming that's coming
0: (laughs) get the rangers i was
2: gonna say
1: something about that too
2: so we're playing the rangers first of all um i don't i know one of the refs i don't know if it was two refs or one had only refed 11 games (gasps) don't know why you would have a ref that's only refed Eleven game, I guess. Eleven, maybe it's eleven NHL games, but only eleven. Like, why 11 would NHL up, games, of a yeah. big matchup teams? Why would you put that man on that game? Anyway, I know it was like a Tuesday, but it's still a very big matchup. Anyway, so that is the same ref that called at the end of the game the broken stick on Martinuk. Okay. Anyone that watches that, first of all, it's not like his stick broke in half and he's trying to play with like literally half a broken stick. It breaks down towards the end of the stick where the puck is. You can see he's trying to play it and then he realizes his stick is broken and drops it immediately. He doesn't even actually hit the puck because he realizes it's broken and then drops it. And they call him on the broken stick, which took away any chance of us trying to get some attack in the last like two minutes of the game which is ridiculous. Um I really hated that I feel like that game was I mean I mean I will always complain about refs because the NHL doesn't do any sort of like assessment of the refs and gives them like why did you make this call or anything like no one can speak up about them so as fans yeah. we obviously do um just a little bit. Sometimes more of my complaints are, okay, we're getting that call. I will say we do commit penalties. We're a high-penalty-taking team a lot of the time. And normally my normally. Normally, my complaint is, if you're going to call that on us, I would at least want you to call it on the other team. Consistency, because I know it's happening everywhere on the ice.
0: Wait, okay. wait. consistency in the NHL? Okay, now are just asking for way too much. Kat. Whoa! Simmer down. Simmer Whoa, down. No. You're asking way too much of the NHL. So that's normally that's normally
2: my main complaint, and I feel like most fans are also, that's their main complaint.
0: In this economy? <laughs> Come on. Come on now. My,
2: my Simmer complaint. Simmer down, Kat. With that game is that they let the Rangers get back into the game with calls that weren't even supposed to be penalties at all, whether it was our team or the Rangers, it wouldn't have been a penalty at all. And they called them and they just swung the momentum. And then you could see at the end, the boys were getting kind of like. You, I know it said like it looks like their play kind of went downhill, but like I can see after a whole game where you're like, people are like, oh, I'd say stay out of the box, but like they can't really stay out of the box if it's not actually penalties they're committing. Yeah. So like, you can you see it s- kind of weighed on them towards the end where you're like, we're doing everything right. We're getting phantom calls on us. And it's just not.
0: Yeah. You could tell Rod was not having it. Like,
2: oh, there's a clip. There's literally, it showed him after one of them and he said, you've given them two you've given them two goals with this because it was another
1: phantom yeah. call. I'm almost interested. What did it do you guys know what uh, Tripp and Mike had to say about the calls or Zach, you might've been listening to it,
0: but. Uh, I turned, who, I
1: turned it up a little bit. Um,
2: I wasn't listening to the, I was watching the game, but I was, had something else going on. So I wasn't listening to the broadcast, um, but I would turn up when there were calls. Cause I was like, what are they calling? And um, the one that they called on Burns um trip was like what that's never a call like they i think they were starting to get to the point where they were like i don't know what that call is and they reassessed the uh martinuk one and they were like you can see he clearly drops it and they're like it might be a little iffy but like you don't make that call like it right.
0: wasn't yeah it was it was a lot of tic tacky. y like you don't really call that basically the refs were calling penalties that you really just don't see get called very much in the league and i think that's what the problem was it was just Stupidity on stupidity for most of that game, and
1: yeah, I can see where that kind of comes—the the lack of experience from some of the refs too. Like you, you, don't you don't put a. Was it an official or was it a linesman? Do you know? I, feel well, like I have to double check. Okay. Well, linesmen
0: don't usually call the penalties. It's okay. The, yeah, yeah. So,
1: it's, I mean, sometimes I've, I've, see, still I've still seen I've seen it happen maybe once, yeah. but so, I, I, don't, I I didn't know. Oh, that well, we'll was, talk
0: about linesmen not being able to make calls. Eckholm yeah, it was it was a linesman that got in the middle of that one but that was three blade interference calls that should like come on you, like how do you miss that like he's literally, he literally pushing. he's pushed
2: he pushed so natures in- to the ground he blatantly interfered with him on the ice and then he pushed him into the bench and held him there and wouldn't let him get off the bench like are you yeah, kidding me yeah like even and Brett Brett then KK stands up him. for him
0: so K- it was Brett K- Pescher, it was Brett that came over and was like Dude. Oh a- yeah. No,
2: he got him when he had him pinned in the bench, Brett Pesci came over and like got him out of the way. So Nate nature could get back on the ice. But yeah. then later KK threw the hit on him, which you knew it was because he was going after nature's. Yeah. And, um, the hit by KK might not have been like, it was good. It was a good retaliation hit. Like I liked that he was standing up for him. He's been very physical recently and I love yeah. to see it. Um, this hit was a little more iffy cause he, he elevated just a little bit. Um, but then we get to that, it should never be a penalty and embellishment. Embellishment that, implies oh my that, God, there that was no penalty. It implies that they're faking it. And obviously he's not faking it because there is a penalty. So it's not both. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Sorry for anyone's speakers. Oh it's
1: not. God. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember Trip talking about that too, and he's just like, "You, this is the first time that I've ever seen this. Like, you don't always call both because one of them's only a penalty because of the fake."
2: But we yeah. always get both. I don't see. A, I don't know about a lot of it, but we always get both, and it's like people talk about how Carolina is not a physical team. To Carolina, uh, like, we're not as big of a physical team as, as some people would like us to be, but then. We're also like, we try to be physical and we go after it. And then when a team comes after us, we get called for embellishment. Like we're faking it. Like the team hasn't been beating up on us the entire game. Yup. Like <sighs> what?
0: <laughs> as, as I say all the time, walk, welcome to experience with Carolina Hurricanes hockey. Cause nothing ever goes right our way anytime. Yes.
1: Anytime.
2: So, anytime. um, the not, not, even
0: six, not even 60% of the time works every time. It's zero percent of the time. It never works with <laughs> Hurricanes. Cause Hurricanes hockey, baby.
2: Yeah. So I think the Rangers loss, um, that was just frustrating, more, <laughs> frustrating. Um, we were bound to have a loss again. I think I tweeted it. Like, I'm not upset that we were, we were eventually going to lose. Like it was going to happen. It stinks. That it was against the Rangers. I was more upset because I felt it was influenced by the refs and that's not any way that, like no team deserves to lose because the refs are doing terrible job
1: experience Kane's hockey. Um yeah.
0: oh, especially when you when you have sixty-seven shots, you get three goals while Nashville has 24 shots and gets five goals. Yes.
2: So the The Nashville game, to-
0: the to Nashville
2: Nashville game we hockey. were on top of them nonstop. Like we th- were throwing things at Sorrows. The shot count, like it makes sense. If you, especially if you were watching the game, like we were, Soros couldn't breathe without mm-hmm. Nature's and Svech and all of them being right on top of him. Um, here, there were a couple
0: that a force field must have kept those out. Here, here's also my thing though, too quality over quantity. Six yeah, I preached
1: this all the time on the pod. Okay,
0: where they, I, but where all of them go though was the main question.
1: I, I agree
2: there were a good there was a good deal of high danger chances. Oh, chance. oh no, just I'm, no, I'm just saying, yeah I need yeah.
0: to look at that. No I no, I team. understand that I'm just saying it's there there is there is that context of like quality over quantity but yeah in this in this instance it was a lot of good quality over the quant well it was it was the same thing. It was it was a good mix. If um, you, it was good quality with the high quantity but it was just Honestly, if you have the the most goalied game ever. Andrew Rinaldi did this in our chat with uh, in our field pass hockey group. It was the most goalied game ever for the Hurricanes. And I said, and I hate being on the receiving end of those because those are always the worst. When you're the team getting goalied.
2: Well, it didn't feel like that at the beginning of the game. It didn't feel like that. Like it felt like we were just going to get everything in on Saros because it was, we were just hitting it, like pounding them so much. And honestly, if you're at the game, you might have gotten a little workout in because a couple of like times we all stood up thinking it was a goal, so you
1: got some squats in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I let's- think let's talk about this really quickly because okay. we talked about high danger chances um, for anybody that's aware and not aware of this site. Natural Stat Trick will be your best friend. I, I love this site, um, especially because of the high danger chances and it um, highlighting that. So. 19 high danger chances for the canes only only but that's still pretty impressive that,
0: yeah like usually you get like six a game yeah
1: so they
0: 19 is the, absolutely stupid amount
1: yeah the predators only was had stupid. six
0: it was stupid. stupid that is a stupid amount yeah Dude, yeah, yeah, like yeah so you're, 19 you're or, i mean H- that may not seem stupid. like a
1: lot but it felt it, like it, more honestly it, yeah. I and i'm sure it did but when it comes to that many shots on goal, and nineteen of them were high danger chances, that is insane.
0: Yeah, like th- this is one of those stupid ones where you're throwing some H's in the word "stupid" because uh-huh. that's just how dumb it was. Like it's just yeah, it's, it's one of those games. That, uh, it sucks. It, it sucks that you yeah. didn't you didn't you didn't get the win in that one. Uh,
2: my my take. This is my like semi ice take semi ice melting melting. with a game like that um when we really needed like our power play worked eh, but like when we really needed more or like when the goalie's just doing that and you kind of just need an ugly goal um my semi ice melting take was i think we missed nason in that game more than we missed aho when he was out on injury because you needed someone like nason that's how nason gets all his goals they're ugly he's ready there to just pick up the rebounds saros was giving up So many big rebounds that no one's
0: there just to stuff it. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. I think Aho having him out, yeah, it sucked. The Hurricanes were playing good without him. I think with nason like you do, it's like that's depth scoring. That's that doing the little things and like you said, the greasy, dirty goals. And he's a hitter, not not dirty. Like dirty isn't bad, but like the greasy, you know, like like get yeah, get in there, like pick up the trash.
2: You could. You could kind of see when he went out in the Rangers, you could kind of see where, I mean, obviously we were missing him because you're missing a player in general. And that fourth line that was doing so well got disrupted. Um, Definitely felt his presence out this game. It was, I think Patches played great for his first game back. Um, It's great. We have Patches. He's, He's with us. He's off. L T I R
0: especially in these jerseys too. Like what a way to make your first debut of the season in the twenty fifth anniversary jerseys. That sixty-seven looks pretty nice on the back of one of these things. Yeah. So well, I if think, only if it was long term, but
2: I think this one, this loss
0: face?
2: was a little bit more of a it stung a little more. One, because we got goalied after we had so many good chances. Um yeah. but honestly, the goals that we gave up to them were yeah. defensive breakdowns um and honestly our neutral chance. zone our neutral zone was bad i i well, will say it, we had so many bad passes like you in november one thing you could notice for the canes is that we weren't cle- we weren't crisp with our passes we were kind of giving it to no one and that happened a little bit in this game especially in neutral ice we controlled it in their zone our defense was good at getting it out of our zone except for those mental lapses that happened on the goals um mm-hmm. i think the the neutral zone was I think that was a breakdown for us for a lot of the time. You could see that, and we gave a lot of uh, giveaways there, which kept Nashville in our end for their shots.
1: I was going to yeah. say, too, and it, as much as I hate to do it, too, Pyotr Kachetkov did
0: it. Oh, all, right, all right, all right, hold up. No, no, and it, I, I'm
1: going to say there were two goals that I think I noticed when I was watching the condensed game where he was not hugging the post I'm like in, he should because uh, we'll in know.
2: our post goals hurts and, a little bit and, more and
1: you you can, yes you can blame that because on the team in front of him too because it's got to go through five guys before it gets to him i understand Whoa. that especially as a goalie myself but at the same time too that comes down to if you don't have good positioning as a keeper you can't put it entirely on the team
2: those are, th- and those are also, yeah. So one was a breakdown. Dehan one, Dehaan clearly missed his man. Shea was out of position for one of those, I think. But I think we just got to keep in mind, these are the same goals. Some of these goals went in on Ranta. Like it's, yeah, it's- and, oh, and, and, wow. and, and
0: Anderson too. Like, yeah. Goalie- the goalies so, are going to have those games where it's going to be, I mean, yeah. check up going into the, into the prize game, he was like, what, 10, 1 and 4? So, I mean, Obviously, no, and I'm really, not saying really this
1: a, by I'm not saying this by any means makes Piotr a bad goalie. Oh no, I I'm understand not saying the that you have these <laughs> kinds of games, but you can't it's an sit Argument not argument. Right.
0: No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what you're saying. It's just it, it's like we have to keep in mind of context of like the fact that goalies have bad games. This yeah. was one of his bad games. And let's also be fair to him, too. Ronta has played a lot of games recently where you know, Kachekov was hurt. They were, you know, waiting for him to get back to 100% because they didn't want to rush him back. Plus, Ranta was on a hot streak, so you can't really do that. Yeah. And, like, when we were talking to Andrew earlier in the episode, the being a goalie is definitely a mental game where it's like, you know, if you're not playing for a certain amount of time, you're going to get rusty. And the thing was, Kachekov was on a massive run before think, he got hurt. Yeah. I think him being on a run, then he get, he tweaks something. He has to sit. Ranta gets hot. Now you throw him back in. After so many days, it's one of those things. Like, because we even talked about it on the last week's podcast, how is he going to react coming back? He just unfortunately had a game where he kind of let in a couple softies. All goalies do. It's not one of those things. It's just unfortunately you just had Soros decide to show up in the one game against the Kings where he basically stops everything. It's it, it, it's one of those. It is what it is. Welcome to the NHL hockey. Is <laughs> hockey like what like what mike monscalco sweet out last night hockey sometimes it's
2: it's Uh, more of a point it's honestly more of a point it's not to look down on Piotr again like the kid is great he doesn't like he's obviously gonna have an off game because he's still learning and he's still like he's got to get used to like he was playing a lot and then he sat more um, which colin implied they wanted to see how he was after he sat for a little bit and
0: but it wasn't, it's, it wasn't it's, a bad game on his part either no just...
2: and it wasn't so it's not really a point against piotr honestly in my opinion it's more of a point to if piotr can have these off games and give off some of these goals that before his hot streak ronta was also kind of not playing a whole bunch uh piotr was playing more ronto would come in and he'd let in he had a few iffy ones as well and you know, people were kind of very much like, oh, put Piotr back in. Like, he's struggling. All this, da, 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 all this stuff. It's more of a point of any goalie can have a few
1: off moments. I, I was um, going to say this exact same thing, too. So it's any- more
2: of a don't be harsh on whatever goalie it is. If it can happen to Piotr, it can happen to Ranta. If it can happen to Freddie, it can happen to Ranta and Piotr. It's either way, These the goalies we have are fantastic. I was yeah. going to
1: yeah I was going to say too that to, with Piotr's hot streak especially I think this we kind of talked about a bringing Shestarkin back down to earth kind of moment too. I feel like these games are kind of like that for Piotr as well.
0: Yeah, I mean every goalie like it's so unfortunately Lions Allmark has decided to not come back to Earth cuz I think last time I checked he's 21 and 1 right now.
1: Yeah, let me pull that up.
0: It's it's, it's stupid. Uh, so, Walt Ruff just tweeted, um, following today's practice, Rod Burnmore says he doesn't know uh, if Stephen, Na- Stephen Nason will play tomorrow against Columbus, um, but he doesn't expect him out for too long. Uh, the Kings leader in power play goals on Tuesday left Tuesday's game after the below incident, and it's, it's the video – it's the gif or video of him having a weird interaction against the Rangers against the boards. So – we, we might not see him tomorrow against the Jackets, but I don't think it's gonna be a long impact. But I yeah, mean, we and definitely... we have
2: patches, we have patches, we do really. I, I
1: hate. I hate to say it, but it's a really good opportunity for patches to kind of draw in. It is,
2: you, you just it's, it's unfortunately, bathroom, so you can see our, last night our... he wasn't quite used to our power play, which to be fair, our power play can be weird, so like it just stinks because Nason was our power play guy for a while, so now we got to see he, okay, readjust. He, Figure out he, your
0: power play again. He leads the team in power play goals. So I mean, yeah, he is the guy. He gets
2: those nasty goals.
0: <laughs> I I it's it's one of those things where it's gonna be you want him back, and you're he's a guy who's gonna be in the lineup. It's just it is what it is. It's you just gotta wait for him to come back and you gotta figure out the lineup once again. Um, all right. So, real quick, the games we have coming up for the next week. We got Columbus tomorrow, uh in Columbus. Two days off, and then you're back home against the Devils on Tuesday. A day off, then you're back in Columbus again against the like they, we play Columbus twice, both in Columbus, within a span of like not even a week of each other.
1: Experience NHL scheduling.
0: Reason <laughs> number, blah blah, blah blah, blah yeah, it's blah. blah, blah of why
1: stealing it's... my line again? Cool.
0: <laughs> I, hey, fancy hockey. What was it? Two days ago. Three guys playing last night, the entire roster plays today. I got like three guys playing, make yeah. that make sense. Uh, and then next Saturday, we got Pittsburgh at home and then Vancouver on a back to back that following Sunday. So, got some interesting games coming up for sure. Got like I said, got Columbus twice, New Jersey, and Pittsburgh. So, you got all Metro teams for the next four games, and then you got Vancouver to finish, to finish out that back to back. So, it's definitely interesting for sure so i know we're getting a l- we were trying to hard stop at one thirty. we kind of ran a little bit late getting andrew on a whole bunch of stuff and then you know we had a lot of, a little extra stuff to talk about so we're a little bit past one thirty, but we are going to finish off with our forgotten canes because we can't we can't do an episode without forgotten canes it's just nope it's, er- it's everyone's favorite segment it's always a good time so cat i know you want to be done right now i'm sorry it is don't what start it is. with
2: me just don't start with me <laughs> <laughs> Right, we do Bailey, need to go quick
1: though, but yes, start with no, we'll
0: yes, yes we know, we'll make we know, this quick. We know. we'll make it quick. So Bailey Curtis, you got you had yours first. Let's start off with you.
1: Cool. So my Kane, or my forgotten Kane was a hurricane from the 2007-2008 season all the way up to 2010-2011. Um we got him in a trade from Chicago during the 2007-2008 season. Um, where he, again, played with us till 2010-2011. But during that 2010-2011 season, we did trade him to Florida, where he ended his career. His arguably best season with the Hurricanes was the uh, 2008-2009 season, where he finished the season 81 games played, 16 goals, 32 assists, but had a negative eight on the season. Um, hailing from or actually, no, before I start that, uh, his career started in Boston. He was a first round, eighth pick overall, um, from Moscow, Russia. Uh, left wing oh. Mr.
0: Sergey Samsonov. Oh, Sergey Samsonov. <laughs> for, a hot, for a hot second, I thought you were going to use a yokin, and I'm like, wait a minute. I know he went to Florida at one point, but I'm like, no, that doesn't sound right. And then he said, Russia, I'm like, oh,
1: yeah there
0: you go yep there you go sergey Samsonov. my guy's not really forgotten hurricane he uh started his career with the hurricanes uh he was the come on hockey reference he was the seventh overall pick in the 2010 entry draft i want to ask you do both of you know who our seventh overall pick was in the 2010 draft without looking it up do you know who it is just by that alone no Okay, I don't. That's, Wait, the year,
1: that's the year that I started getting into hockey. I say wasn't even paying attention seventh, to it.
0: Se- seventh, seventh overall in the 2010 draft. He won the Calder that season as well.
1: Yeah, not I a lot of
0: Hurricanes and won the Calder's. Oh, all the Hurricanes fans are going to be probably yelling at their radios. Oh, right probably. Now, or, 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 or yelling at their uh, phones. It's this guy. He won the <laughs> Calder.
1: <there!" laughs> yeah. I. his career 2010-2011
0: is an 18-year-old. 31 goals, 32 assists for 63 points his rookie season. Now his best uh he actually his next best point total was 2016 2017 at the age of 24 37 goals 26
1: assists Oh wait I know who it is I know who it for is
0: <laughs>
1: <Wait>. <laughs>
0: He's like Bailey. I see he's, 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 he's not he's not Bailey's he's not he's not forgotten <laughs> beat red right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh my god I don't know why I didn't remember that holy moly okay
0: <laughs> who is it bailey who, who's it's my forgotten game? skinner there we go i got <laughs> it i said he i said he wasn't forgotten but oh man yeah oh, and now he's about geez. now he's, about, he's been with he's been with <laughs> buffalo now for since the 2018-19 season and driving, yeah i mean after his 2021 season where he only got 14 points in 53 games and then Nineteen twenty, 20 where he got 23 points in 59 games yeah uh very interesting for mr skinner but then of course he came back in last season 21-22 33 goals 30 assists for 63 points in 80 games but this year 17 goals 12 22 assists for 39 points with a plus 15 in 33 games yeah um with the hurricanes 579 games played 204 goals, 175 assists for 379 points with a whopping negative, or sorry, minus 96. A lot of dark, a lot of dark ages for, actually it was all dark ages for uh, Mr. Skinner. He never saw a good season with the Canes. Minus 27 in his last year with the Canes, 2017-18. 49 points in 82 games. Uh his his only plus season was his rookie year, plus three, minus eight, minus twenty-one, minus fourteen, minus twenty-four, where you get 31 points in 77 games in the 1415 season. Minus two, minus three, then minus twenty-seven, and then he was a he was an actual he finished his first season in Buffalo zero. He was hmm. actually even. He was actually even that year. But yeah, Jeff Jeff Skinner is my uh, forgotten. If you're on the YouTube version, Erico's forgotten. <laughs> Billy, I'm kind of like what, like what kicked in for you that I was like oh it's it's Jeff Skinner. Like. I
1: don't know. It was it, I don't remember because he he won the Calder that 2010. It was it that 2010 season.
0: His rookie season, yeah, it was yeah. the Calder, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know 63 why. Sixty-three points his rookie season, yeah. Because I I went
1: and thought and thought back to it. And I don't know why I'm associating I guess my dad has a Jeff Skinner jersey from the all star game. So I don't know why I was associating that season with his rookie season. So I was convinced that that was thinking back to it. I was like, wait, no, he started that earlier. Because he was one of the first canes that I really got into. Um. So
0: forgotten. Yeah, forgotten. yeah. Forgotten. Forgotten.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: So mine is
1: <laughs> very <laughs> not no. forgotten. <laughs> Forget about memories. Okay.
0: <laughs> 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 Screw your memories, man. Start
1: how
2: I started last time. It's just gonna be less organized because I'm clearly reading it off the web page because this was not done last minute. Um. <laughs> so he's six foot one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shoots she right. Can't, he's, 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 He's an Aquarius. He was born. <laughs> His
1: favorite colors blue. Okay,
0: he was he was
2: he was born in 1977. Just kidding, actually true. But okay. so he was originally drafted by Tampa Bay um, in the 1995 entry draft, but um, he re-entered the draft because they couldn't come to terms, and was selected 88th overall by the Carolina Hurricanes. Um. Sorry, looking at more of what he's done. <laughs> uh, he played, I mean, I could list all of the minor league team, or the AHL teams that he played for, but he played, he mainly played for the Carolina Hurricanes and Tampa Bay. He was with the Hurricanes from 1999 to 2002. Um, and then he went to Tampa Bay for a year and then he kind of bounced around some AHL teams. Um, and then eventually he, so his career, he played 174 career games, scoring 31 goals, 43 assists and 74 points. Um, and then he was hired in 2011 as the youth and amateur hockey coordinator for the Carolina hurricanes.
0: Oh man. Uh, I got nothing on that
1: one. I, I'm trying to think. I, I skipped a bit, but yeah, I mean, I mostly
0: right. said is Kane's history. Right, <laughs> Wait, no, right. what year? Uh,
1: what years did he spend with us?
0: 99
1: to 2002.
2: Oh yeah, no. Nope. Well, who is who? All right,
0: Cat <laughs> Who who is your forgotten Kane?
2: Shane Willis was hired as the youth and amateur hockey coordinator oh. for the Carolina
1: Hurricanes in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's giving up. <laughs> You have to know. I've been picking all the like, their obscure. Yeah, now like, working for the Canes. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, the, 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 I hate myself he, because I, I really because I hate myself I thought because you, an amateur hockey coordinator, would give him away. Honestly, no. I to be honest, I completely forgot about that because the fact that's what he loves talking about, and he is my forgotten king. He's my not what king. if hurricane. He is my number one what if hurricane. And I really hate myself for the fact that I didn't mm-hmm. get this one correct because Shane Willis is like on my like board of like, I want this guy on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hate myself for the next like forever. I'm- <laughs> oh, I'm mad. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Well, yeah. Sorry for the just sorry for not giving a headphone warning to everybody when I was uh, doing Zach's. Um, but yeah, this was a good round, guys.
0: Yeah, that was that was definitely a good one for sure. And on a bad note with me being the <laughs> beside myself, the fact that I didn't get Shane Willis.
1: <laughs> yeah. Shane, fake hurricanes fan, Zach. He's coming at us for Skinner. <laughs> so, Bailey, where can you where can people find you on the socials? <laughs> No, I'll start. Uh, I'll I'll start with Zach. Zach can start it <laughs> off this time.
0: <laughs> all right. So real quick, uh, to find the podcast uh, on our on the, if you're watching on the YouTube version, we got a little link down here at the bottom. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Search Cast, and obviously you're on YouTube. Find us at the Search Cast as well. We also got a link tree um, in our bios on Twitter and stuff like that, and also on here where you can you know find off all our socials and where you can listen to the podcast. Um, we really appreciate everyone for the last episode. So I love RSS now for us because I don't think Spreaker is giving us all of our numbers. Our last episode's at 89 downloads Damn. already. So I, I'm thinking your episode, Bailey, might have a lot more numbers than 63 because this one's got 89. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see what's going on with that. But yeah, um, we, love the, you know, we love the support from everyone. Thank you so much for loving the show. But yeah, if you want to go follow us on our socials, twitter and youtube at the search cast uh if you also want to look, follow our amazing network that we're with at five minute game sports networking you can check out our the youtube at five gsn if you want to look on twitter it's five and a game sn on twitter's well i just didn't add it to this one but you can find us uh, over there on twitter uh i think it's five Minute game also as well on instagram and we also have a
2: tiktok which is five game S N.
0: Awesome. spell out so, five game sn yeah so an amazing network it's us mile high pundit we're not biased and also, or
1: anything no <laughs> not,
0: not at all but it's like us mile high pundit and let's talk well hockey so make sure you go check out those podcasts as well if you just want more hockey content in general because i know it's avalanche at mile high they talk about other sports too yeah, it's, we like hockey here. Um, <laughs> well, hockey is about the Blackhawks and women's professional hockey and college hockey as well over there. So definitely check out those shows. But we do appreciate you checking out our show. You know, make sure to subscribe, hit the like. You know, hit the but hit the bell. Gosh, you also hit the like button. <laughs> this, is what
1: I, this is normally my part. <laughs> if
0: you thanks, can't baby. tell, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Comment, like, and
1: subscribe.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then you know you follow me at one true Zach. That's only true Zach. If you want to follow me there on the Twitter, if you want to get my Canes takes, I do some other takes on there as well about other different things. But mostly it's all about the Hurricanes on that side of things. Um, if you want to follow my writing, I do write for Field Pass Hockey. That's FPH Checkers. I cover the Charlotte Checkers over there as well. If you want to get some up to date about the former affiliate of the Carolina Hurricanes um, of our amazing team down there in Charlotte, make sure you go check them out as well. Bailey, where can people find you on the socials?
1: On the old Twitter machine, you can follow me at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey with two Y's. Uh, Lots of hockey content, uh, especially pertaining to the Hurricanes. Um, You can uh, follow me over. I just got a position writing for field pass hockey as well, as that kind of spoiled earlier in this episode. Um,
0: Oh, come on. on. (laughs) Gotta
1: give you all the crap I can. listen
0: here listen here listen here curtis (laughs) no but you can follow
1: me over at fph eagles um i am the current writer for the uh colorado eagles uh up here in loveland colorado um, so if you're interested in kind of getting some coverage there, um, it's a really cool team, really cool opportunities. Unfortunately, with the avalanche being injured, you can, or I'm getting to see a lot of action, uh, with them. So be sure to follow me over there, um, to get updates on that. Um, and as Zach was kind of saying, I do handle things over on the YouTube side of the Surgecast. Uh, so be sure to subscribe, like comment on some videos over there and be sure to hit that bell, uh, icon Keep your notifications on so you never miss an episode.
0: Well, I know we got some. Hopefully, got some videos dropping soon. Yes, it's, 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 we do. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but it's been I, a minute. It's also I'm funny too. For the there. yeah, it's funny too. We talk like we're, we're we talk about the Hurricanes on this podcast. We also write about other teams of affiliates. Right,
1: right. It's, it's, it's ironic. Well, I mean,
0: we, I mean, nothing we could do about it. We both live in different states that don't really have the hurricanes. So it kind of just has to, you know, it's one of those things where...
1: But our teams both have a lot of really cool things happening with them. So, I mean, you... Very true. Sam's no really jealous because you get to handle Alex Lyon. Yeah. Um, I... Get, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of guys who are getting this NHL experience and then coming back down, living to tell the tale. So yeah, well, know, of course, awesome. you
0: know, yeah, with JJ and those guys are a mile higher, doing the Colorado. Oh, he's Eagles, already
1: so. he's already messaged uh, or sent a message on the announcement post yeah. saying like, yeah, we have to get you on MHP as our Eagles informant. I was like, bet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, cause, luckily for us, we do we do have Andrew Rinaldi covering the Chicago Wolves, so it's not the worst thing in the world that we're not covering uh, the Wolves. Yeah. We're, we're 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 in good we're in good hands. over there but miss cat hunter where can people find you on the socials
2: you can find me on twitter at caniac chick uh chick without the k um I do all my hockey talking there and everything that I've ranted about on here, just in less characters. I was going to um, say
1: before you continue to, you got the gold star from catfish Curtis. He was, <laughs> I was with him the other day and he was like, cat cracks me up. He's He like, follows Schmiller. me and I was, a, I, I was like,
2: I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway,
1: sorry. Thank you. <laughs> so yes,
2: feel free to give me a follow. love talking hockey. Um, and then if you also want to follow me on um, tw- my Twitter or er, your TikTok my TikTok and my Instagram are the same. I just uh, rebranded my name. So it's Cat Hunter 74. But instead of the A in um, cat, it's a V. So KVT Hunter 74. Um, I just make silly hockey videos. And normally they're either about the hurricanes or just things going around the league that just you, you just got to laugh because it's the NHL. um so yeah give me a follow um i love interacting with people and talking hockey um i don't always rant about things and i normally won't rant at you i just rant at the nhl
0: (laughs) (laughs) wink wink nudge doesn't rant about
2: unless you insult (laughs) jacob slavin and then we have problems (laughs) yes
0: Yes, and also, like I said, Kat does, does all of our TikToks over at the 5GSN account as well, so make sure to go follow that account as well. They'll you know, up soon. <laughs> I mean, we, we had to get a TikTok insurer in there, and I couldn't think of a better person for us to have. So we're it's, we're building, really, really, you know, big shout-out to Jules as well. Uh, she does all of our video stuff over on the network as well, so definitely have to check out her amazing stuff. We basically got a really good crew over at 5GSN, so it's...
2: And I'm the more local of the three of us. <laughs> so if you see me in the game say hello um i probably will be awkward in person but please say hello
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no once once you tell get a couple times with cats fine just it's it's one it's it's a slow build but it's okay just like the hurricanes we had a slow build in the dark ages now we're good we're fine that 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 second cup is coming pretty quick (laughs) oh yeah hopefully this season crossing our fingers but that will wrap up this episode. Uh, we weren't shooting for a two hour show. We are actually under that time. wise <laughs> We're under our two hours, which we wanted. It was just a little bit later past the one 30 mark. Cause you know, we kind of started a little bit late, but we do appreciate everyone, you know, staying, sticking around, listening to us, talk to Andrew about the wolves. And then of course, after talking about your Carolina hurricanes, but until next week for episode 28 of season two, already at 28 episodes for That's the second crazy. season you love to see it but until next time i'm zach i'm bailey i'm Kat. we'll see you next time here at the circus.